Hey now, and welcome to the Elevate Yourself podcast. I'm Rob, and I am thrilled to get to be the host of this show. I, I feel super lucky that I work for this awesome company called Elevation Corporate Health, and they let me get to have conversations with folks from all different walks of life about how to elevate yourself. And it is my hope that these conversations will make you think, force you to change your best, and as a result, help you get a little closer to becoming the best version of you. As I mentioned, I work for Elevation Corporate Health, and we've been in business for over 26 years, creating customizable solutions for your fitness and wellness needs. From fitness management and online training to on-site classes and integrated technology, we help small and large groups alike get healthy and stay engaged. You can learn more about us at elevationcorporatehealth.com, and you can follow us on social media at Elevation Corporate Health. Well, today on the show, I am excited to welcome Bree Crockett. Bree graduated from Colorado State University with a degree in health and exercise science. She holds certifications in group fitness, personal training, health behavior change, nutrition coaching, cycling, TRX, BOSU training. Bree does it all. And she is dedicated to inspiring people with uh, her passion. And she loves being able to share that with others. Um, her favorite hobbies when she's not doing all the things I just mentioned are trail running and being out on the golf course. Who doesn't like being out on the golf course? Well, um, I'm thrilled. This was a really fun conversation. And uh, I have no doubt that after you listen to Bree, you will have elevated yourself. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Rob. I'm excited to be here. Oh, it's, all, it's awesome to get to talk to you. you you've been on my, my list of, uh, of people at Elevation that I admire and want to talk to and just thought you'd be an awesome guest. So I'm, I'm excited to have you here. Um, so as I like to ask folks, start at birth and go. Start at birth and go. All right. Um, well, I was born and raised in Colorado, born in a little suburban place, a little south of downtown and went to school up in Fort Collins at CSU, where I studied health and exercise science. And that's where I found my love for fitness. I started teaching classes for the campus there. I started with Absolution with Bree C. That was the very first class I taught uh, when I was a junior in college back in 2013. And from there, I was like, this is, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And from there, and just kind of kept, kept teaching and started to learn more about the field. And um, that's when I was introduced to Elevation Corporate Health and fell in love with it. 
that's that's awesome. We 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 jump straight to college, uh, straight from uh, suburbia right to college. No, nothing happened in your life between the age of zero and eighteen. <laughs> a few other things. Went to went to high school too, where I, I played um, lacrosse and volleyball. And I guess I'm kind of going backwards now from college to high school. And um, yeah, I played lacrosse. That's I really like that. And I did cross country too. And that's where I started to love running. And that's when I started to do races, which is something I'm really passionate about now and played some volleyball and met, met some great friends there. And we're, we were in a pretty big, pretty big high school too. I think we had about uh, 2000 in our school, about 500 in our graduating class. So it was a pretty, pretty good size and love to be involved, love to go to sporting events and um, yeah, just kind of hanging out with, hanging out with the friends and traveling for sports and doing some club volleyball and club lacrosse, which was really fun. And I guess going backwards from that, just stick with the trend. Um, <laughs> Went to, yeah, I guess just kind of grew up, grew up in the same, same area and uh, really close with my family. I got a younger brother um, who I'm pretty close with and close with my family. And um, yeah, it's kind of, kind of loved life, loved, loved my childhood, loved growing up. You talked about um, cross country and that that's where you fell in love with running. Um, Tell us about that experience, and did you did you have a coach that really helped you? I'm I'm curious because a, a lot of times um, in my experience is that um, people that play a lot of sports in high school or growing up sometimes can get burnt out, and then uh, I've talked to people that are like, I don't want to run because I, I ran too much in high school. But it sounds like you had a, a good experience with it that's uh, translated into uh, uh, activity for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, so coach Paisley, that was, that was the guy that was my coach and he was just such a great mentor and a great leader and a great coach. And he just did such a great job with kind of changing up running, you know, where it wasn't every single day, we would just go run 10 miles. And that was kind of it. You know, he had our long days on Mondays and we did some sprint work on Tuesdays and then hill intervals on Wednesdays. So it was just a great variety that he did. And he just kind of taught more about the sport of running, just kind of more about being, being a person. And I actually ended up writing my college essay about him just because he taught, you know, about determination and to not give up and always finish the race. And it doesn't matter if you are on varsity or JV or on the open team, you just kind of ran, you did your best and you cheered on your team, you cheered on your squad. And he was always big about, because cross country, we had, it was a huge team and we had guys and girls and JV and varsity and freshmen and seniors. And he was super big about wanting to cheer everyone on. So you always stood at the finish line for no matter who was running, no matter if you were watching the open team or the varsity team. And he was like, you cheer for the first person, you cheer for the last person. And we always would sometimes even finish with the last person and just kind of, he wanted that camaraderie, wanted that team atmosphere. And he wanted to teach us more about running, which I think is, 
why a lot of us never really got burned out is because it wasn't just about the sport, but all the aspects that go into being part of a team and working and training together. That's awesome. And um, I, I have a hunch that that experience with Coach Paisley in some way, whether you realize it or not, may have uh, led to what you do today, right? As a, mm-hmm. a, as a coach and as a trainer and a group fitness instructor, and then also um, the team at Elevation. You know, you're just such a big part of our team and the culture. And I, I think um, some people miss that, right? Like some people just don't have that experience with coaching. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And it's such a huge, huge part. Cause I've had a ton of coaches with volleyball and lacrosse too. But the one that really sticks out the most is coach Paisley. Cause he was able to take such a big team from, you know, from freshmen to seniors and create a whole environment. And that's not an easy thing to do when you have guys and girls of all different skill levels from the elite athletes to those that just kind of want to get to know people and meet people. And he always did a great job with bringing everyone together. And no matter where you fell, he knew your name. He would run with you at any point. If you got injured, he helped you through it. And he was just always big about making, making a team statement. That's really hard to do. Um, isn't it? Especially like at the high school level, because you got, you know, I always like high school's hard. Your body's changing. You're trying to be cool. Like it's just hard. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so when you have all those different personalities and then create a team there, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Do you remember what your college essay about Coach Paisley was called? Ode to Coach Paisley. Ode to Coach Paisley. I love that. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's awesome. what it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think I wrote it too after uh, one of our state track meets just because I just thought he carried himself super well. And um, I was like, that's like, it wasn't just about, you know, Oh, to cross country or something. Cause it wasn't just a blanket. This is why sports, you know, changed my life. It was why this one person changed the sport that changed my life. Wow. Um, so we were at CSU, we graduate. And then how did tell us about how from there you ended up at elevation post-college? Yeah, so originally in college, I wanted to be a dermatologist. So that was kind of what I went into. Um, I took all the classes. I took the OCHEM, the physics, the anatomy. And it was actually when I was in my anatomy class, I loved that class. But I was just thinking, I don't really want to do this. And I just kind of want to teach. Keep. I just want to continue to teach fitness classes for the rest of my life. And I didn't really know exactly how to do that. I just know that I loved teaching. Um, I, in college, like my senior year, I taught about like two to three classes a week at the on-campus gym and I loved it so much. And I was like, this is what I want to do. This is, this is where I belong. And in one of my classes, Sarah Baker, who is our director of training education, she actually came in and we were all kind of looking for internships for our senior year because that was part of our degree our class curriculum and she came in and spoke about elevation and said this is 
who we are. This is what we do. This is what we're about. And if this interests you, we would love to have you internship with us. And they had openings in Maryland and in Colorado. And I was like, that's, that's it. That's what I want to do. And just kind of one of those like aha moments. This is it. Um, I know exactly what I want my internship to be and applied right away. And that was actually the only place I applied for an internship, just kind of put all my eggs in one basket. So I was like, this is the company I want to, I want to work for. This is a company that I want to intern with. This is the company that I want to grow with. This is what I want to do. And um, put in my application. Then my last semester of senior year, I interned at IBM, which is in Boulder, Colorado, and interned there for my my whole semester and then got hired on at another location. Unbelievable. It's so cool. I mean, it's like, it's, uh, and you've been with, and that was what, 2014, 2013? Yep, that was 2014, 2014. You've been with Elevation for seven years now. And so, you know, Sandy, uh, our CEO always talks about um, our, our roster and the talent and like, and you're truly like homegrown. Like that's minor league, that's minor league baseball stuff of like mm -hmm. Tara Baker <laughs> recruiting talent and, you know, making the right call too. I'm sure there were some other people in your class, right. That were uh, applied for the position. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I actually, at the time, Mike was my supervisor and I asked him, I was like, how was it only me that applied? And I just kind of got lucky and he said I was up against, I think it was five or six other candidates. And, but he said that like after he interviewed me, I knew, knew he wanted to work with me. And I think it also helps too that, you know, a huge part of our job is teaching classes. And I had already been teaching classes for a year off at that point over at the campus gym. So I, you know, was able to kind of bring that experience too. And I think that's kind of what made us a great team. Yeah. And it's an interesting point too, because it's like, you weren't a lot of times in life, we don't know how these things are going to work out. Like you, you weren't mm -hmm. teaching group fitness class with the hope that you were going to get an internship and then start to work for this company. You right. were teaching group fitness class because you loved it. You in, improved the quality of what you had to offer um, and then that made you um, an attractive candidate for this position. Um, and then that also allowed you to go hit the ground running when you came in as an intern. Um, mm -hmm. cool. yeah, yeah, it was great. I was able, you know, a lot of times with our internship program, you, because I've also mentored interns who have never really taught many classes before. And we start out with them just kind of shadowing a class and then they bring it into starting teach the, just the warm up and then they teach the warm up and the cool down. And then, you know, maybe a few like weeks later, then you kind of give them a class, but I was, I was ready. I was like, this is my jam. This is what I want to do. And um, so I was able to jump right in and start teaching, I think one or two classes a week at the beginning and slowly grew on it. And we have to do a capstone too with our interns, which is what makes our internship program so great too. And my capstone, I was like, I wanted, I wanted to learn how to teach cycle because that was one of the classes I had never taught. And I was like, I already know how to teach other classes, but let's challenge ourselves. And that's then when I fell in love with teaching cycle was my internship. Well, that you said challenge yourself, right? Because that's, that's hard to do. 
Um, yeah. And, and it's like, it's, it's hard to go. Uh, there's my comfort zone. I want to get out of it and I want to go be in this place is not comfortable. Um, mm -hmm. That's well, kudos to you and, and not surprising. Um, so you do the internship, you, you learn to teach cycle. Um, it's a great experience at IBM, um, which is a, a massive um, facility um, mm -hmm. there. And so then from there, th then what happens? You, you do the internship, you graduate, and, and then what happens? Yeah, so it, it was just kind of one of those crazy things, Rob, where the stars just aligned. My internship was near the end, and I ended up reaching out to... Angie is another one of our partners. And I was like, I love this company. Keep me in mind. Here's my resume if anything opens up. And she ended up emailing me back and she was like, so funny. We actually have a job opening in a couple of weeks over at Trumo in Lakewood, Colorado. If this kind of interests you. And I was like, that's that. That's exactly <laughs> what it And it ended up because I wanted to move back down to Denver. And Lakewood is just about 20 minutes outside of Denver. That was like one of those things where, you know, stars just align and you know, that's, I mean, I knew that I wanted to intern there. I knew I wanted to work here and it just happened that the one opening was where I want to live and just kind of crazy how a lot of things fall into place. And I was like, yes, that's, that's the location I want to work at. That's what I want to do. And went down and saw the facility. And at that point it was only a 20 hour a week. Um, manager manager job. So it worked out that I was able to still kind of do a little bit of work for IBM because I still mm. needed someone for Friday. So I was able to work a few hours um, every week at IBM and then still work 20 hours a week at Terumo. And um, it was a small, small gym, a very small. I mean, one of those kind of reminded me of one of those old hotel gyms. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Dark corner of the basement, no windows, um, no, not even, you have to go outside the gym to find the water fountain. I mean, just kind of a very, very small facility could fit maybe a max of you know, six people in the whole room. Um, just a very small thing. And it had a lot of bones and has like a lot of potential. And that's kind of what drew me to it. And that's kind of what Angie was passionate about, like, we can grow this. It's small. It's only 20 hours a week, but let's see what we can do. And um, six years later, we've grown into a pretty big contract too. And now full-time and we have a wellness coach too on staff. Yes, you have. And so tell, tell everyone a little bit about uh, Terumo and some of the programs that you've done. I mean, you've got people all across the world that are taking group fitness classes. Tell us about that. Yeah. So kind of like what I said, we started out as 20 hours a week in this dinky little gym. And then it kind of started to grow the company started to grow and they built a new headquarters building about a year after I was there. I think it was uh, 2015. They opened this new headquarters building. And with that building opening, they were able to move HR and kind of a lot of the other offices to the new headquarters building, which opened up this, a lot of space for us to expand the gym, which kind of opened the doors and open conversation. Like, let's, let's 
bust out some of these walls, like let's expand the locker rooms, let's add a few drinking fountains, let's add a couple doors, a whole separate group X room. And it got approved and we were able to design a new fitness center, just kind of expanding in the space since we had this new big building, beautiful new building on campus where it was kind of their headquarters and their main hub and their main office. And then we were able to build out the fitness center along the whole floor and just kind of take it over. And it was a kind of a lot of designing. It was a long process, just kind of in a lot of different phases where we would take most classes outside or we would be kind of all mismatched. And so that summer was a pretty big learning curve, trying to figure out where to put these people, where to move this one treadmill. And we were able to get all new equipment. We tripled in size of our little dinky one. We added a giant window, which was a huge request. We added big TVs and quotes along the wall and circuit equipment. And um, we added 11 spin bikes, which I was super excited about because we didn't have any spin bikes in the old gym. So then I was able to teach fitness or teach spin classes, which was my favorite to teach and that I taught in my internship. But once I went to Tarumo, I wasn't able to teach spin until we expanded and we grew. And then October of 2015, we had the grand opening. It was a great, um, great day. Like we had, you know, specialty spin classes where, you know, different VPs and the CEO were all kind of taking my little 15 minute spin classes and other just kind of little trial classes just to kind of give everyone a little taste for it. And so we, opened up our new fitness center, which was amazing and a lot of fun and classes grew and popularity grew and everyone started coming down to the fitness center because now we had actual equipment and nice equipment for everyone to use. And then the next year we wanted to expand again on the wellness program. So we were kind of talking, okay, what can we do? How can we tie elevation and the gym and what we have to the existing program. And with Trumo, they have a great premium reduction program where if associates complete, you know, a few steps and they get a discount on their insurance. And we're like, how can we use this to grow the program? And that's when we came up with the idea of a um, coaching program where instead of just getting their biometrics done and getting their blood work done, they also have to talk to somebody about that. And the team with Angie and Caitlin and a couple other people at Tarumo, they were able to just kind of create this new wellness program that no other contract with Elevation had done where they need to take this survey where they need to get their blood work done. And then the additional piece was they get to talk to a wellness coach for a 30 minute appointment we usually they're between 20 and 30 minutes and talk about goals and answer questions and just give them resources. And it was kind of the whole goal was to be a one-stop shop. You know, if they have questions about finance, they can ask this wellness coach, like, where do I go for finance? And the wellness coach knows, oh, here are these great resources. Or um, I'm really struggling with my work-life balance. I need to talk to someone. And then the wellness coach will be like, oh, here's our EAP program. Just kind of like a general one-stop shop, knows everything, knows where to point associates to go, gives them an outlet, someone to talk to that's not a Trumo HR employee, but just kind of a 
friendly face. And so that's when we kind of started that program. And we were able to hire on a part-time wellness coach. And now to this day, we have my coworker, Mel, who is with us uh, about 22 and a half hours every week. And she gets to meet with associates from, you know, all different levels from the CEO to, you know, an engineer to someone in IT to just kind of everyone throughout the company and just kind of a check-in, um, answer questions. If they want to uh, train for a 5k, where do they start? If they have an injury, what are some ideas? If they are struggling with work-life balance, what are, what are some things that they can do or what are some resources they can talk to? And that's kind of how the whole wellness program began. And it's only continued to grow. And now that we're in our four years of doing the wellness program, you know, it's great because we're able to, hey, last year we talked, you said that you were stressed out at work. How is that going? What are some techniques that you're doing that are helping you? What can we change? What can we continue doing? And it's just a really great outlet for the associates and it's something that really sets Truma apart. That's so cool. And what's so cool about that is that, you know, you went through all this change and you don't see that when you're in the middle of it. Um, and, but, you know, you, you trust in the process and trust in where you are and then these really cool things happen. And I, I also love, what you talked about with the wellness program in particular, and I really do believe, and it, 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 we're already trending that direction and you all were obviously way ahead of it. Um, but when people talk about wellness and I talk about fitness, like those are all the things that go into it, right? Like um, if you can do a bunch of burpees, great. But if you've got some other things that are out of whack, then we need to look at that. And that really is what wellness is. Um, uh, just being that overall, that balance of, of, good stress and recover. Um, right. And exactly. And yeah, true for muscles and it's true for, uh, just life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, it's all about, I mean, it's great too, because I've been there for so long that I've been able to build these connections and build these relationships. And it, I think that's made a huge difference too, is that, you know, a lot of it, wellness is kind of a touchy subject because there are so many dimensions and, what it comes down to is, you know, having respect for everyone and kind of building that trust. And um, yeah, so that's been, that's been really cool to see. Tell us about you also, you do some virtual stuff for Elevation as well. I mean, you, you, you just do it all. You, you have some ex express accounts. Tell folks about what those are and, and your role in that. Yeah, yeah. So last year, um, almost a year ago, I think it was October of uh, 2019, um, I started becoming more involved with the Express accounts and became the regional account manager for Elevation, where I just kind of manage our Express accounts and Express accounts, meaning that we don't have a full-time or part-time staff on site, but we still offer fitness classes. And we have quite a few locations in Denver and a couple on the East Coast. And we have a couple other ones throughout the nation, um, like Chicago and Virginia, and I'm kind of in charge of overseeing the classes and hiring up instructors, um, deciding if we're doing a yoga class on this day or that day, you know, kind of reporting on metrics and making sure they have a portal and 
can get their employees signed up and registered for classes and are just kind of in the know with all that Elevation has to offer. So I've been doing that for about a year now, which has been super exciting, just kind of being able to see all the other different accounts and being able to build more connections and build more relationships with other client contacts and just kind of seeing how individualized each contract is. It's so true. And it's, I think that's what's so neat about Elevation. I mean, it's in our, our mission. It's in the first paragraph on our website. And I say it in the intro to this show that we create customizable solutions for your fitness and wellness needs. And we help small and large businesses alike um, get healthy and stay engaged. And um, we do that with people like you. And that also we don't try to make um, an express account look like Terumo. Um, in the same mm-hmm. way we don't try to make Playa Vista look like Terumo because everybody is unique and we um, just like each person is unique um, each account is unique um, mm-hmm. tell us I want to pivot here for a second but we're still in the middle of a pandemic um, tell us uh, you've, you've seen it all uh, over the last you know seven eight years of doing this Um what's been the biggest impact for you personally and for your clients? And then kind of where do you see um, the industry fitness and wellness going um, in the next year? Yeah. So I think this whole summer, this whole year so far has, you know, just been a roller coaster. And I think that's for me kind of what's been the most challenging part of it is, you know, some weeks I'm ready to, take on the world and I'm, you know, all pumped up and jazz. I have great new virtual programs in mind. And then some weeks I'm like, I don't even think I drink water today. And it's just kind of that ginormous roller coaster that everyone's on where some weeks are really good and some weeks are really bad. And I think the most challenging part is just kind of continuing to find new ways to motivate you and to kind of get back out there and, um, just kind of keep keep seeing the positive and definitely been a change with a lot of my clients and it's been especially great that we have the coaching program um, at this time too because there's a lot going on and I've noticed just with Truma and all the associates is you know they're really taking advantage of having someone to talk to and that's just been a huge thing and uh, me and Mel have both just noticed how much more valuable the conversations have been going where, you know, before in the coaching program, they were, oh yes, I'm still doing good. Just kind of here for a check-in. And now it's a tremendous change where, you know, sometimes like their conversations with Mel and I are the only people they talk to all day, you know, because they're stuck at home, just kind of emailing back and forth. And I think that's been such a big change for everyone. And I have had to, you know, do a lot of changing things up with my clients and with my personal training clients, you know, and kind of adapting to what we have. And we're doing arm circles with cans of beans in our hands instead of weights and uh, doing, you know, squats with laundry detergent. And it's been, you know, some weeks you're like, oh, this is so fun. And it's so fun to be creative. And other weeks you're like, if I do another squat with my child, I'm going to like drop them. Um, 
Yeah. And I think it's just kind of been a big learning curve for us all. And I think what I keep telling my clients who are saying that they're struggling and they just want things to go back to normal, um, you know, just kind of be gentle with, with themselves and um, forgive yourself and know that we're all learning and, you know, this or expected to go toward this new pivot toward this new sense of normal, but this, you know, this isn't normal and we've never done this before. So it's kind of hard to say, adapt this new sense of normal when we're not even used to what this normal actually is. It's that's you, you nailed it. And uh, that's something I've tried to uh, express to people as well. It's like, it's you really be kind to yourself. Um, and I try to say that to myself as well um, on certain days or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's really a time to be kind to ourselves. And I think you bring up a great point about the coaching because I've experienced that. If, it, if there's a day where I don't have a meeting with somebody or I don't have to go see somebody and think, okay, I'm going to get all this work done. And you do, but then at the end of the day, you're like, why do I feel weird? It's because you haven't been around people. It's, it goes back to uh, one of my favorite quotes, which, which is what makes us human is other humans. Um, and we do need that interaction. And I think we'll continue to find um, ways to interact um, in the fitness and wellness industry um, and utilizing technology. And it's certainly something that uh, Elevation has leaned into, which is great. Yeah, no, it's been great. Just like kind of seeing how creative people are getting and just kind of, all the different avenues that we can take. And I think it's what I've really noticed too, is that everyone's in the same boat. You know, there's one of us has always had internet issues or one of us has always forgot to mute our mic, you know? So we're all kind of in the same boat and we're all learning. And I think that's what's drawn a lot of people closer to others. Yeah, you're, you're right about that. It doesn't matter who you are, which walk of life you come from or how much money you have in your bank account. Like everybody's experienced internet issues and everybody's been in a class where somebody forgot to turn their mic off. Um, mm-hmm. Mentors, I love mentors. You, you know, you already, you already mentioned uh, Coach Paisley, but uh, are there um, any mentors or people that have been a big part of your life and make you who you are? I would definitely say uh, just kind of professionally, Sarah Baker, um, our director of training education has definitely been a huge mentor, but just kind of shaping me into kind of the um, employee and instructor and presenter that I am. I mean, I've seen a ton of her presentations and just kind of seeing her present just kind of always gives me, I don't like, I guess like motivation and I love her style and I've just kind of seen myself be able to kind of adapt to her style too and seeing her teach classes and seeing the confidence that she has always just kind of I think transfers over to me and I'm like all right like Sarah's that confident like I can be that confident so she's been a really really great mentor to me throughout Elevation it's kind of I mean she was the first one that I met with Elevation and she was the one who just her presentation got me jazzed up and knew that's where I wanted to that's where I wanted to be and who I wanted to work for. And so she's been a huge mentor, just kind of in my walk with elevation, with just teaching classes and presenting and just her demeanor and confidence. That's been a huge, huge mentor for me. Um, And then I'd also say my mom is a great mentor to me as well. You know, she 
loves to, she loves to be knowledgeable. And I think that's what I really admire about her is she likes to be in the know. And if she doesn't know something, she looks it up. And her, one of her favorite sayings is knowledge is power. And, you know, there's, we have endless resources and opportunities and access to all different kinds of knowledge and just kind of seeing her wanting to know more about the world and current events or even just little trivia facts. Um, that's been a huge thing for me just to kind of poke home me and want to learn more and grow more because I mean our world is ever changing and um, I like to be knowledgeable about it too. That's awesome. Those are two great mentors. Um, Sarah Baker is amazing. And anybody that's listening to this, if you haven't uh, re-mentioned presentations, she have a great presentation, which you can find on Elevation Station um, if you are a member. And um, you can still watch it for free that she gave on Movement at Your Desk. And um, it's, she's an excellent presenter. She's an excellent group fitness instructor. And we are lucky to have her as our director of training edu and education. And that's a wonderful mentor. And I, I love what you said about your mom and that, uh, yeah, I, I try to say that people say uh, I have clients that are in their 50s, 60s, 70s, and they'll say like, I'm just old. And I always try to say like, the only true aging is that of your ideals, of that of, that of your learning. That's it. Everything else, mm -hmm. you know, we, we can always continue to learn. We can always continue to grow. So um, I, I hope I'm like your mom and <laughs> that attitude. <laughs> I love that attitude. All right, I'm going to rapid fire some questions at you here to finish out. All right, you ready? All right, let's do it. Okay, one thing you do every single day that elevates you? I would say that I try and get outside every day. I uh, live in Colorado, we got 300 days of sunshine, and something about the fresh air and sunshine just I don't know, it just puts me in a better mood and it's kind of a game changer. And I think it just kind of resets everything. And you, you go outside even when it's uh, cold, like in the winter. I mean, not like for a long time, but. But you will get outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I will get, I, yeah. I always try and get outside, you know, just kind of like do, even if it's just a little, a little walk or something, bundle up and, um, you know, I. I probably wear way too many layers than necessary, but uh, something about the cold and um, yeah, just like the fresh air, just I think that's a huge game changer to me. And I can tell if, you know, there's some days, especially working from home where I won't get outside till two, three o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, oh, that's why I feel kind of fuzzy is I haven't seen any vitamin D or haven't had any of that sunshine vitamin. You nailed it. And uh, I'll say this till I'm blue in the face. The majority of Americans are deficient in vitamin D. The lowest hanging fruit that you can get for yourself to get your vitamin D, everybody, is to get outside for 10 to 15 minutes and it doesn't cost you a thing. You don't need a supplement. Mm -hmm. You don't need anything else. Get your 10 to 15 minutes of sunshine um, and you get your vitamin D. Um, good for you. Good for you, Bree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Love this question. Best purchase in the last three months, two, twofold. One, less than a hundred bucks. Well, that one would have to be my new waterproof golf shoes um, <laughs> okay. from sale, which is why they were less than a hundred dollars. Um, but that was probably one of my favorite things, uh, especially because, I mean, I'm a very, I mean, you know, the straw, how much I love to golf. I think I 
talk some, I always slip some sort of golf (laughs) thing into whatever conversation we're talking about. (laughs) Um, But with especially like, you know, the weather changing and, you know, we even had snow in Colorado um, about a month ago and there, like the ground was wet and my toes got cold. And, you know, we had an early morning tea time a couple of weeks ago and there was all this dew on the ground and luckily I have my waterproof golf shoes makes the game that much more enjoyable. This is a really good point. And I think if you like, when you're serious about things, these are the kind of purchases you make. Um, And there is something really majestic. I I don't golf very often, but there is something very majestic about an early morning tea time and the dew on the ground, but you're right. Those, your socks are soaked and then you got to walk 18 holes with wet socks and it's really just not enjoyable. So that's a, that's an awesome purchase. I know it's always the little things that just kind of change the game. You know, if you, if you look good, you feel good, you play good. And there it is. Yeah. True. It's one of my, it's definitely one of my favorite purchases. That's, that's awesome. And even if they were more than a hundred bucks, that's a good purchase. People say like, how do you, Rob, how do you spend, you know, X number of dollars on a pair of running shoes? And I'm like, well, I don't drink. I don't have a bar tab. I don't go out to dinner. Um, you know, it's like, these are the things mm-hmm. that are, these are your thing. These are, yep. these are the things that you, uh, that you enjoy. Um, yeah. Well, they always what, say that um, like the three things that you should invest money on are the things that are between you and the ground. So always invest in good shoes, good tires, and uh, good sheets. I, I was going to say the, the other one is betting. I've said that before. I used to not think that betting mattered. Um, and then I was like having neck issues and everything. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to invest in betting. Where do you, where are you going to spend a third of your life in your mm-hmm. bed? Uh, you're gonna spend yep. a third of your time doing this thing. Like you should get some good bedding, get a good mattress, yeah. pillow you like, like, like let's make this enjoyable. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and then what about less than twenty five dollars? Less than twenty five dollars, I'd have to say one of my books. Um, been in book club kind of this whole summer. We have we also have one with elevation too, and uh, we've been reading uh, Who Moved My Cheese recently. And that was actually from one of the talks that we did um, as an elevation company, um, uh, maybe like a month and a half ago or so. And uh, Shannon Fable talked about this book and we're like, well, that's the book we want to want to read. And then I'm also reading the book Untamed right now. And just kind of like having these two books together are just both um, empowering and just kind of let like forces you to kind of think, you know, and I just kind of love those, you know, self-improvement books, books that kind of help you to be a better person, a better friend, um, a better employer, just kind of books that make you, make you think and that kind of just change your, change your life for the better. And so I guess I would say like under 25 are definitely my, my books, my two books that I'm reading. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. A good book. You really can. And then it, you know, in our business too, and anybody like that becomes, then becomes applicable. And I always think like a good book, I'll, then I'm, I I take something from that, that I then utilize in my coaching with a client or maybe some group fitness or whatever it is. Um, Yeah. What a, what a great purchase under 25. Okay. Favorite quote, favorite quote. I love quotes. Favorite quote. My favorite quote is from the great Steve Prefontaine. uh, Mm. Less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. And I actually have that quote um, hanging up in my room too. Nice big poster. And yeah, that's definitely one of my, my favorite quotes. Man, he was a, he was a machine, wasn't he? And he, he mm-hmm. literally did that. Anybody, if you've never, anybody, if you've never seen video of 
uh, pre running with his hair. Um, he just went hard and he always gave his best. And um, I, I love that quote. Um, favorite workout song, last one. Favorite workout song. You got a song that you go to that's like, maybe you're not really feeling it. Maybe you're kind of like, eh, I don't want to do the workout. And you're like, you know what? I put this song on and it is go time. My favorite workout song, it would have to be, uh, it's from CVBZ. Um, it's called Too Gone. It's one of my favorite kind of working songs, um, like especially like when I'm lifting or just kind of need to get pumped up, just kind of one of those. Um, I think it's probably one of my favorite because I had like one of the first, it was kind of playing on my radio and I just had a really great run to that song. And so whenever I hear that song, it brings me back to that good memory of having a great run. And I would just kind of listen to that song on repeat and think it's that kind of memory that I've already had great workouts to with that song that it's kind of giving me, it gets me back in the, back in the mood, ready to go. That's a really interesting point you made about that. They're starting to do research on how many beats per minute um, is the right for the various intensities and the power that it can have in performance. Um, but you make a great point about the, the recall to previous performance. Um, because I have a similar experience with Breakdown by Guns N' Roses. And when that song comes on, I swear my performance improves regardless of what I'm doing or how I feel. Um, because I know I've had good experiences with mm -hmm. it. Um, this is interesting. I think you're onto something. Yeah, I mean, I know it definitely makes a makes a huge difference, and it's even I've noticed that too with uh, a lot of other things. You know, if I have a meal, it's because I had I love that meal because it brings me back to. I mean, that's kind of the same thing with our childhood. You know, we love chicken noodle soup because it reminds us of when our moms took care of us, you know, it's just kind of like that connection, you know, if we didn't have like such a good experience before with it, you know, would it still be our favorite? And I think that's what that song does to me is I had one of the best runs and just kind of have that song going on repeat. And that's, that's what always kind of keeps me going. It brings me back to that moment. Yeah. It gives you comfort, gives you comfort, like, like mom's chicken noodle soup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh my goodness. Well, Bree, thank you so much for being on the show. This was awesome. We could keep talking all day, but um, this was great. If anybody wants to um, follow you and you put some great stuff up on social media, where, where do they, how do they find you? Uh, my handle is Bree Crockett 12 on Instagram. Awesome. And then uh, I will link to uh, Tarumo and some of the other express accounts so people can see that as well. Um, and also the books that Bree mentioned. So, uh, Bree, thank you so much. This has been a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having me, Ralph. <laughs>